Daddy. Daddy, I had a bad dream. You blink your eyes and pull up your elbows. Your clock glows red in the darkness. It's 3.23. Do you want to climb into bed and tell me about it? No, Daddy. The oddness of the situation wakes you up more fully. You can barely make out your daughter's pale form in the darkness of your room. Why not, sweetie? Because in my dream, when I told you about the dream, the thing wearing mommy's skin sat up. For a moment, you feel paralyzed. You can't take your eyes off of your daughter. The covers behind you begin to shift. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. My name is Tim, and you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. It's bonus episode time. But getting back to that first story, that was a crazy story. So when I had first read this one, this, by the way, is a creepypasta titled The Bad Dream. This was written by Anonymous. You can find it on Creepypasta. When I had first read this, it scared me. I honestly had like a flash forward, so to speak. So I literally see this happening in the future. I see my daughter and my wife just teaming up on me somehow to scare the crap out of me. And, and one day, you know, it might work, okay? My wife has scared me maybe in the whole time that we've known each other, which is a little over 10 years, maybe about twice or three times. I only remember one, but I'm pretty sure because I have a very, very bad memory. Pretty sure there's more than just that one. But continuing this bonus episode, I will read another creepypasta story and another. I love these so much. They keep me up at night and the good ones make me think. I enjoy the ones that are suspenseful. They just keep you guessing. This one stood out to me for a few reasons, but like the last one, this one shares a similar theme. Warnock's Dilemma. Credit to Digital Rochambeau. I don't know how to start things. Partly, I think, that's because I don't know where this all started, began. I'll start with me. I'm 25, working from home for a call center. It's an alright gig. I have a client on my computer that works kind of like Skype. It catches hundreds of calls and funnels them to available employees, keeping them on hold if the lines are busy. We even have a panic button to send complaint calls to supervisors. Most of my job is to call out debt collection, legal harassment, pretty much. It's pretty foolproof and I make do. This is harder than I thought it would be. So I work nights mostly from 4 p.m. 
to around 11 p.m. I'm not paper call or anything, but since not a lot of people want to work a depressing call center job during the best part of the day, I feel like I'm less likely to suddenly get canned as unnecessary. I got used to staying in, and it's not like it was hard. I could have my groceries delivered, basic essentials, no problem, and I may not have been rich, but a little shipping and handling wouldn't drive me out on the street. I keep writing these paragraphs and deleting them and writing them again. I'm half tempted to just write, I'm so scared, a million times and post it on every page that loads, but I don't want this to look like I'm some idiot troll. Hell, maybe I'm just a basket case. I don't know which is worse. I don't even know if this is worth it, but here I am. These things always start small, don't they? I live in a cul-de-sac of apartments, pretty cheap. I've got a studio near the, uh, sack? I don't actually know what that's called, and I can't exactly look it up now, can I? Well, that means my bedroom faces the street, and I'm on the second floor, so I can see pretty much everything. Usually that's just cars, kids, people getting their mail, an errant bird. Lately, there have been less cars, and I know that's a dumb thing to notice, but I live next to an elementary school. Like, it's across the street. Every day, starting about 2 p.m., the parents start to line up, jockeying for the closest spot to snatch their kids up and run the hell home. But lately, it's been less and less cars. And when they leave, there are less still parked on the street. I should have been nosy. I should have imposed. Should have gone out and asked someone, why? I used to feel lonely, sure, isolated maybe, but never like I was trapped. Not like this. So, cars, less of them. I mean, that's where it starts, but I don't know. Maybe the school is awful, or there's another one of those, the teachers are boning students again stories. We can rationalize anything when we really want to, until more things change. I have a tiny TV in my room, mostly for white noise, though it has a PS3 hooked up to it. I have these rabbit ear antenna, though they work, I get all my basic channels, ABC, Fox, PBS, the CW, CBS, generic stuff, you know? But I get weird channels too, the ones that constantly rerun old 60s and 70s sitcoms. I mean, every night, it's the many loves of Dobie Gillis and H.R. Puffin stuff, for God's sake. Well, that went next. Yeah, I know, TV antenna in the age of cable and everything. I mean, it's to be expected, but it's... How do I even explain this? The, the news went first. The news blocks, 4 p.m., 5 a.m., etc. They would just be dead air, while the reruns would just cycle endlessly to themselves. Google didn't have any insight for me, so I figured my rabbit ears had finally gone the way of the dodo. It sucked, but what are you going to do? It was 
just so gradual, subtle. I don't know if I was supposed to do something. Was I supposed to leave when everyone else did? I never saw moving trucks. Did they just grab the dog, pick up the kids, and hightail it? I'm too... I can't. I try to crane my neck to see out my window. I try to open my door out into the hall, but I can't. I need to know if anyone's even in my building, but I can't. I can't bring myself to scream. I can't do anything. God. You know, I think we've been invaded, but then at least there'd be something. Or at least, you know, signs, right? All of our phones have FM radio receivers built into them, and that's where it got weird for me. I was getting radio loud and clear, but it was just songs. Just songs. Songs and commercials cycling for hours. A song would end, and the silence would just go on a little longer. And I think, this is it. The DJ's gonna finally appear. And then another song would just play. And then another song would play. Or another bog-standard commercial. Go to Target, buy some toothpaste. I should have mentioned it to someone. This had been going on for about a week when something gave out. 4 p.m. came about Tuesday. I sat down at my computer desk with my ice water, put on the headset, and clocked in through the client. I usually have about 20 seconds before I hear that beep that says I have a call or I need to make one. It just never came. Never. 4 in the afternoon until 11. Just... Silence. I made it until 5 p.m. rolled around before I clicked the line to one of my supervisor's lines. The client beeped at me, saying it was connected. It was ringing. I know it was, but no one picked up. You ever go into work or even school before they open it for the first time or long after they close? When you're alone, in a building that usually feels crowded and sweltering, but it's suddenly cavernous. The light streams in through the wrong windows, or not at all. It's not right. I sent off some emails. This wasn't exactly a great job, but I didn't want to risk job searching right now. Maybe my client was messed up, was in my computer, I mean, the emails were sending. I could open websites, YouTube, Reddit. Not even the internet was safe. I think the more I saw, the less was there. By now, the streets were barren. A single car near the mouth of the street. I don't drive, so I have nothing to break up the desolation. I don't even know if school is still in. My TV is. Every channel is just a still image and silence. On channel 8, a commercial is frozen. A woman points a box of cough medicine at a child as though it's a gun. Channel 10, an episode of Arthur, but the center of the screen is ruptured by static. So the cartoon anteater's head is a foot away from his body. ABC is just the Peacock logo 
on a black background. No words, no sound. On another channel, Lucille Ball sits in a window in black and white. I don't know what she's looking at. The camera is facing her, and she looks almost sad. Behind her, Desi Arnaz looms. He looks like he is in mid-step, halfway out of a doorway, his eyes locked on Lucy. I've been taking notes. I check these channels every day, and they never change. A scene of a soccer match. Yes, soccer, sue me. But it's not frozen mid-action. The camera is positioned so I can only see the field, but every single player is just standing there, as if they're all waiting for something. The glaring sodium lights leaving each player surrounded by their own shadows. Billy Mays frozen mid-shout, both hands in a tub of roiling water. I'm assuming it's OxyClean, but there's nothing else on the screen. Just the bellicose salesman, brow slightly furrowed, driving something into the frothy water, holding something there. I'm paranoid. I know I am. But just because I assume the worst doesn't mean I'm wrong. This is longer than I thought it would be, but I need you, whoever you are, reading this. I need you to know I'm not insane. I have lost my grip on reality. And that terrifies me because I don't know what reality is doing right now. I said the internet wasn't safe, right? By now, I had my radio alarm clock going at all times, even just playing low. The DJs never came back, just loops of music and occasional commercial. Go somewhere, buy something. You ever Google something just for shits and giggles? Start looking past that first page? They're always like a million, right? Just going on forever until it turns into gibberish, not even loosely connected with your original search. Like being in school alone. There was no second page. Hell, most of the links on the first would just dead end. I was so sure I had a virus or something, I even bought a year's subscription to that vast premiere thing, the expensive one, a system restore from several months ago, a boot scan, everything I could think to do or find, I did. It got worse. Dead images hogged channels on my TV. The radio sang to itself, and entropy swallowed the internet. I'd never like to be alone in a big empty room. You ever find a dead subreddit? I'm sorry. I don't know how to get all of this down. I don't know if any of this is just in my head. I'm not crazy. YouTube is as bad as the TV. The rare videos that load are just a still image, silent, with a scrolling seek bar. Thumbnails aren't showing properly, and the more I click around channels looking for something, sometimes the channel will just die. I'll refresh, back up anything, and it's just more of the same. An error has occurred, Hulu started doing it, start an episode, and the rest would vanish. The street lights still come on outside. I thought I heard a dog barking. It was a Purina ad. 
the Purina website doesn't load. It just puts up a picture of a dog, and the font freaks out, climbing off the screen to the right. I'm rambling, but I haven't slept much. I'm afraid to leave my lights on at night. No other windows are lit at night. No one else has a light over their door. The hallway through my people is pitch black. Did you ever see that? I think it was the Twilight Zone. They showed us in school. Christ. The power goes out when the power goes out in a neighborhood except for one house with a new family. Soon everyone becomes suspicious until finally the neighbors band together and burn down the single powered house, figuring they must be communist sympathizers or something. But it was all just a misunderstanding. I've taken to hanging up a sheet, trying to block my window. According to Outlook, I've sent 938 emails. No one has replied. I've made posts on Reddit. I even dug up my account to the Bethesda forum. Made eight damn topics. No views. Didn't get locked or banned. The forum just stopped opening in a viewable fashion yesterday. Or the day before. I just want... I'm not crazy. I tried ordering, you know, Amazon groceries. Even tried ordering a damn book for the Kindle app. For a bit it would take my money, but nothing ever came out of it. I would wait, hope, but no one ever comes. I waited too long after that first week. My phone doesn't dial out. 911 just says they're busy. Please try again or use the non-emergency line. The non-emergency line picks up, but there's no one there. I can only imagine it's automated to start recording in case no one is there to answer. I've talked so much, I barely recognize the sound of my own voice. Please, I'm out of food. The tap still runs, so I've got that going for me. The radio stopped playing today. Man in the Box by Alice in Chains was followed by... That was six hours ago. Have you ever called someone and awkwardly they answered but didn't speak? You know someone's there listening, even if you're not sure how you know. I had to unplug the radio. The sunlight makes my room feel too big, as though I've never truly seen it empty. But it's better than night. There are no cars and the apartments are dead and silent, not unoccupied. They sit there like dead things, festering with things, like rats living in a hollowed-out ribcage. I tried to go out today. I'm not entirely sure of the time. It's cloudy, but just touching the doorknob, I thought I was going to vomit up my empty stomach. I make no sound and desperately strain to hear any noise, and I thought I was alone. 
And now I know something out there is just doing the same. Waiting to hear a noise. Waiting for someone to break the silence and speak into the phone. I know it was an hour ago. But I saw someone. Bile in the back of my throat. Head pounding. I know I'm not seeing things through my peephole. I can see the door across from me, and there's someone there, standing, facing my neighbor's door. I can't make much out in the dimness. I've uploaded this where I could. I hear it out there, though it doesn't make a sound. I hear it listening. In a moment, I'm going to turn off my computer. Sick or no, I have no food. I haven't slept. I'm going to go out there. I don't know how to finish things. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can visit our website at scarynotscarypodcast.com. You can listen to all of the previous episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and also don't forget about the Podbean app. Whenever there is a live show, you will be notified through the app and you'll be able to listen in. And if you've listened this far, you already haven't shut it off. I thank you. Here is the last story for this episode. But don't forget, stay scary. And this creepypasta is titled Thousands. Credit to Abigail Druitt. You crawl into bed at around nine. Funny. That's a little early for you, but you don't seem to care. You toss and turn for a few minutes before you feel it. Somebody's watching you. You're sure of it. You scan the room, finding nothing, but you still feel uneasy. You lay back down, facing the room. You shut your eyes and try to sleep, but you can't. You still feel the eyes on you watching you. You pull the covers over your head and the feeling fades. You relax and close your eyes, but as soon as they shut, the feeling returns. You're scared to move the covers to search for the eyes that you know are watching you. You're terrified, but you yank the covers down and as you do, your heart skips a beat. You scan the room, seeing absolutely nothing yet again. The feeling disappears, and you scold yourself for acting like such a child. You roll over toward the wall and quickly fall into a peaceful sleep. But let me ask you this. Do you know how many hiding places there are in your room? I do. Thousands. <laughs>